0: We're doing our best podcast. Um, we are here with Jim Andrews and Jen Brown today. Oops. We are hello, hello. we are Peterless today. Yes, we are. We
1: have a stand-in. We,
0: we, <laughs> we in. do. We have a we have a sit-in. Um, we we have some good guests on tonight. Uh, we have uh, Melissa from the BMX track and Chad and Chad Sorry. from the BMX track uh, that is here in Marysville. And they're going to talk BMX life as well as a first-time BMXer, Ethan Brown. So he's going to be on here with us too. Uh, we have Sierra, who is also going to join us today. And I have to admit, I read her story in the, uh, the Tribune, and I am baffled. So I cannot wait to uh, get her on the line and, and start talking with her. I'm not going to do any spoilers on this one. We'll yeah. let her drop those bombs. Um, yeah,
1: it's an amazing story, for sure.
0: But how how's everybody's week been? I, I know I have been in Florida all week. I brought the cold weather down there with me, and I am back for one day. And I leave tomorrow morning fella El Salvador. So hopefully I make it back. <laughs> It'll be there. really
1: warm down El there, Salvador.
0: though. Is El that, uh, Salvador. Is that by Coshocton? It is <By> not. <laughs> um, it's... I don't know. I'm a little nervous, but I'm, I'm excited. I'm going down for a buddy's wedding, so we, we should have a lot of fun. Oh, wow. That sounds awesome. Jim, how's your week been? I, I know you are now newly employed. Yes, I, uh, I
2: found a job. Congratulations. So, uh, thank you. Um, so no longer living under the uh, the overpass uh, 33 and 42. Um, so I'm happy about that. And I just got back from a week-long trip um, chasing pheasants around a field at Minus five-degree weather. Uh, it was a lot of fun, but very cold.
0: Awesome. You ready for Thanksgiving, the holidays? Here? Absolutely. Just the season. We've got Tis the turkey thawing. The season. And Jim is uh, bourboning us again here today. Jim, what are we drinking?
2: Well, we're drinking some of Evan Williams' finest. And we also have some uh, Old Jefferson. I believe it's from the 1700s. I'm not sure. I'll very,
0: know. very old.
2: But uh, very
0: what? vintage, very old. Where's Jen's glass? I think he <laughs> forgot to give her a pour.
1: Well, I've got my uh, peach tea. Snapple peach
0: Snapple? Tea. Oh, I didn't Jen. know they made that stuff. They do.
1: It's zero sugar, and it is it's actually really good. Listen,
0: she was ready for a, a glass. She agreed to it. Yeah. yeah.
1: I told you I had a Pop-Tart before I yeah, came up. Ready. Oh, so you're
0: ready. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Perfect. Jen said it was I'll, a mandatory I'll, thing. I'll get off here as Jen's doing <laughs> her really. introduction um i'm gonna go ahead and get off here i'll I'll give her a pour um jim's a little louder getting out of his chair as we found out than i will be yeah so
1: um our week has been pretty busy so far it's only monday but um i'm a little jealous that everyone seems like they have gotten to have a few days off of the vacation and we are working on the house and i am so ready for the thanksgiving break yes yeah. And Christmas and New Year's and any holiday that's coming, I am ready for all of them. Ethan, are you ready for the holidays? Yes, I am. Are you excited? Yeah. Have your kids given you guys a Christmas list yet?
2: Well, we just asked them to start, so. They're uh, it's, it's weird. They're struggling with trying to figure out what they want. Um, it tells me they just have everything they need.
1: Right? right? I don't know what to get. So Ethan has told me that he wants a scooter. What's your, the, the Ducati scooter? Is that what it's called? A Ducati scooter? It's
3: Bugatti. Bugatti. It's an electric scooter.
1: It's like, like an $1,800 scooter here is what mm-hmm. he's talking about. And then he wants a Quest, which is also another $300 or $400, okay. depending okay. on okay. which okay. size you get. On. The only thing I want to get to is an
4: Oculus.
0: You, you said a Quest? The Is the that Oculus? So an Oculus? Okay. You know, I, I have a Quest. Um, Jen's dad, Alex. Forced me to get one. This is because uh, they're amazing
1: and they're fun. Does you make you play poker on it yet?
0: No, I have not played poker on it with them yet. It, it's Golf. M- I've golfed with them. <laughs> Golf is it 3D? So yeah, it is. It's- oh, it's one of those.
1: Uh, you know what Jim next time we host we'll host and you can we'll hook it up for you and then we'll watch you because you can mimic it like you can mirror it on a tv oh really oh yeah it's super fun to watch and it's it's really
2: cool I heard people are afraid of those when they get them on their heads like I'm afraid of they they can be just normal life I hate to see what happens
0: and and willing that fear that's a perfect segue into what we are all about here Uh, we're doing our best podcast um this is a podcast that we try to bring light to uh, good things in the community, whether it's charitable things, um, people who have gone through traumatic events, uh, even, even businesses that, that are brought into our area, and we want to shine light on them. Uh, it's all about faith, family, and friendship, so that's what we're doing here, and a sideline of bourbon and fear, and then depending on who's talking, maybe a little laughter. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at We're Doing Our Best, on Instagram at Doing underscore R underscore best underscore podcast, on Twitter at Pod Doing Our Best, YouTube at We're Doing Our Best podcast, and TikTok at Life with Jim Podcast. Um, our link tree is at podcast.doingourbest.com. Uh, I will say, I, I want to we got about another 2 weeks to go here for our bourbon challenge. Um all you have to do is share the uh the link from our Facebook page and follow us on either Spotify, Apple Music, Google, iPods, iHeart, Opods, iPods. I have done on, all three. We're in all of them. Um all of them. Awesome. to to win that bottle of Buffalo Trace and uh, as last episode was with Pablo, and it was a phenomenal episode, Jim. We, we hated not having you there. Yeah, likewise. Uh, Miss Rebecca Boggs filled yeah. in in your stead. Um, me and, well, not me, but the, the podcast, We're Doing Our Best, and Pablo are going to be co hosting a pickleball tournament here in Marysville. Uh, St. John's has graciously allowed us for a donation to the athletic program to use their gym wow Uh, for this tournament so we are getting the structure currently together this is we are looking at the end of february uh, for this indoor tournament and it should be a lot of fun there will be cash prizes for first second and third in each division so once we get that out we will be plastering that all over uh facebook and and all of our other platforms as well as all the pickleball groups that that we are in wow Uh, tell me really quick how they do the classes is it on age? Is it uh, weight? It, sex? it is based on skill, so we are going to have skilled divisions. Um, so I mean it, and it, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. Pablo said he is going to get uh, four professionals to play an exhibition match oh, wow. before we kick off the tournament. So uh, that'll that'll be exciting. That's awesome.
1: As long as that guy that was at Alger Park, I don't remember his name, but he was. Really, really good and really scary, but really good. What was his name? He played with Pablo. Pablo. He played with me, um, and I. I will never play pickleball. Are, are we talking about the gentleman
2: in the blue shirt?
1: Yeah, and his wife was there.
2: Scary um, as in like rage?
1: No, or? he was just awesome. And oh, really? He, like hit the ball. It's like this scares Better me. Better than Pablo? Things... Oh no! no. Oh, not. but but so, probably like very competitive between me and Pablo.
0: Exciting. So. Here's the thing, and I will I will get his name. <laughs> yeah, um,
1: he was great. Like he was really, and he had a really good attitude too. Because he was my partner in the poor guy, <laughs> the poor he, thing.
0: he was very good. Uh, he he beat me eleven nothing. He beat Pete eleven nothing. Pablo had me beat as his him. partner and. Pa- pa- I don't think we scored. <laughs> <It was pretty laughs> Pablo beat him eleven nothing. Pablo beat leads. him. So that that kind of gives you the gap between professional and. Really good amateur. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he
4: was so
0: he's uh, Well, awesome. Well, this is this is going to be a great episode in store. Um, I can't wait to get into the BMXing. I I for one used to be a professional BMX uh, rider. So uh, <laughs> is this is true? this is going to be very fun.
1: I was never a professional <laughs> pickleball
0: player. Near a professional, but, right? Uh, see, w- back when we grew up, Jen, and you might not remember this being as young as you are, but that's all we had was the bicycles. I think that was, a compliment, Dan. Um, was it like an actual
4: V track? I,
0: no. See we we used bikes for everything. Yeah. I mean it was it was how we got places, you know? Yeah. Our friend lives two miles away. What do you do? You get on your bicycle and you go.
1: Oh yeah, there are lots of times that I rode from Raymond, um, you know Dayton Avenue and Raymond all the way out to where like Dayle Egg Farm was because my my girlfriends lived out there and we oh, wow. people died out on those roads. <laughs> but yeah, they, true, like they did though. But um,
4: oh wow. it was it was
1: everywhere. It was biking. Now it's Ethan and I ride our bikes around town all the time. But when you, you when you get Chad and Melissa on the phone, you guys are going to be blown away with how awesome the BMX pack is for our town. Oh, so cool.
0: And and I I know. And the story that Jim was telling me, uh, you know, pre-recording here, uh, he he was forced to ride a pink Huffy. Um, yep, they, three years. They yep. got him a 19-inch Huffy that he had to ride from the ages of 21 to 24. His mother wouldn't get him another bike. Yep. Only one on campus, by the way.
1: You know, Jim, with real men wear pink.
2: That's true. Real men uh, ride pink bicycles uh, with a uh, a uh, banana seat, uh, to boot. <laughs> very comfortable. Okay, very know What
1: a banana seat is! What is a banana seat? I don't know what that. Well, we'll, have to, know.
2: we'll have to look it up, but it's basically a very long <laughs> seat, shaped like a banana.
1: I have this horrible image. That is not. Um, we'll,
2: uh, yeah. So basically, yeah, and they usually like those bikes. They're really fast, built for speed and endurance. And uh, at the back of the seat, they usually have like a bar, like, a, uh, like you'd see on a Harley. Okay,
1: like a seat, like you're sitting up on it. Correct, back, back, exactly. Back.
0: Yep. So if anyone out there has a bicycle with a banana seat, yep. um, let us know. We will, have, uh, we will have us meet you out there at the BMX park, and Jim will do one lap. In the banana seat bicycle
1: well you have to ask first well yeah sure we will get permission
2: (laughs) absolutely
0: and anybody who wants to attend can attend we might even sell tickets (laughs) all right so when we come back here we're doing our best podcast uh we are going to have melissa and Chad on from the bmx we will be right back look
2: for the gummy bear album in stores on november 13th with lots of music videos
4: and extras
0: all right, we are back with We're Doing Our Best podcast. Again, you can find us on Facebook at We're Doing Our Best um, is our Facebook page. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, and our link tree is podcast.doingourbest. We are on Apple iPods, uh, Spotify, Google iPods, iHeartRadio iPods, and some of the other ones that people don't necessarily know about. Or not iPods, podcasts. Sorry. There you go. <laughs> My, my fault. Melissa and Chad, uh, welcome welcome to the program.
1: Hi, guys. Hi.
0: Hello.
1: Hey there. Hello. for having me. We yeah, are so no. excited. I've been talking about you guys for weeks now.
0: <laughs> so, guys, I do have to say, and this was something that was brought to my attention several weeks ago, um, that we have a BMX park in Marysville. And I had no idea, um, no idea where it was. So, this this was very new to me. So, just Kind of explain to us how long it's been there, how long you guys have been running it, um, what the inspiration was there.
5: Okay, so uh, we opened the track in October of 2020, uh, was our first race. Uh, It took about, what, two years to build uh, off and on. It, It was a whole a whole thing with the city involved in USA BMX. But now we've run for two, basically two full seasons. Uh, last Saturday was our last race of the year. and uh, We basically ran a track down on the south side of Columbus. Our, our kids raced and uh, we, we became the track operators down there by default. I think nobody else wanted to do it. <laughs> uh so we we thought we would do it and that was what close to 10 years ago uh, and it it was just unsustainable for us to keep driving 45 minutes to an hour one way and we kept hassling the city of Marysville to build a track here because we actually enjoyed doing it. It just it was the travel and eventually it got done and here we are.
1: So, how many hours, Chad, and Melissa? Do you, do you guys put into BMX every week? How many hours of you know, what, I, what I want to say is community service for putting that track in? Yeah. How many hours, and you know what kind of does it look
5: I like? I would I would say it's it's probably pretty close to a full time gig. Once we, I mean, even if we're not at the track we're planning and and uh i mean at least i would say at least 30
4: hours
3: a week yeah but we both have full-time jobs also so i mean most of our saturdays are spent at the track and we're normally doing something on sundays and then you know throughout the week um and then at at night and we have the gate practices on mondays and races on wednesdays in the summer so yeah, it it's, uh, keeps us busy, that's for sure.
0: Now, have, have you guys always had a passion for BMX biking?
5: <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, I, I raced a little bit when I was a kid. I, I mean, like, not very much. And uh, this all started because my wife made me go to a uh, street festival in Urbana and i wandered into a bike shop and bought our son at the time he was maybe six years Mm -hmm. old and i bought him a race bike and that i mean that's really what started it i don't think we we ever expected to be where we are it just kind of happened
0: now what what age groups is is this for
5: uh i mean anybody can race Basically, if you can ride a bike, you can race. There's
1: you have to ride a bike. Chad, tell me about uh, the tell me about the non-pedal push bike. Yeah, there's
5: the balance bikes, striders. They, I mean, there's kids too.
1: Four-year-olds.
4: Yeah. yeah,
5: and then uh, all the way up. Uh, locally, I would say mid 50s is probably our oldest rider, but we know of a couple of. Uh, there's a woman everybody calls her Miss Kitty. I don't even know what her real name <laughs> is, uh, but she's, she's
4: really yeah, nice.
5: she's a, she's actually a retired school teacher and principal, and she's what? She's in her seventies. Yeah, late
3: seventies. Uh, yeah, riding the
0: bike. Wow. Now, does everybody yeah. race in the same? No. Levels.
3: It's more like ten-year-olds and. Like
1: so, that. Chad and Melissa can explain to you, but there's classes,
3: different motos. Um, so you're grouped by age and proficiency. So, everyone who starts out, starts out as a novice. And then as you um, win races, you move up to intermediate. And then win more races, you move up to expert. And so, depending on who shows up for the race that day, we're, we have a computer system that groups people by those ages and proficiencies as best it can.
0: Okay. So it, let's say me and Jim decided to come out and start uh, BMX racing. We yep. would get placed with the five- and six-year-olds first, correct? To get <laughs> no. <What>? belt? <laughs> those <laughs> little kids are fast, You oh, will get
4: crushed. Oh, yeah?
0: They're super fast.
3: I mean – to be honest, you'd be surprised. We have a pretty active, um, like, middle-aged, yeah. <laughs> middle-aged man. Say man-, say man-, say woman. It's man. <laughs>
2: Seasoned, right.
4: Seasoned.
2: <laughs> and the type of equipment that's required, I guess, is there, I'm sure they are protective gear, but I've, I've got a 1982 Schwinn Stingray yeah. with a banana seat that's really fast. i can of putting that out on the course.
3: <laughs> you can ride whatever bike you want as a novice we just don't want it to have pegs or a kickstand and it needs to have brakes um we also have loaner bikes and full face loaner helmets available at the track to use um we don't charge for those just because we want to make sure that everyone who wants to do racing has what they need to do that so other than that from an equipment standpoint you really just need long sleeves long
0: pants um we recommend gloves and closed toed shoes mm-hmm. okay wow now I, I see open racing saturdays and wednesday nights in the summer and then
1: yep. monday nights monday night
0: skate practice yep oh practice is monday nights right the races are saturday and wednesday nights yep okay. and do you ac- accumulate points
3: Yes, yeah, so there's um there's lots of different levels of points but when you race uh just at our you know locally at the track you accumulate district points and um at the end of the year the top 10 in the district get a jacket um, awarded for usa bmx and um, i think the next 10 depending on how many get maybe a medal I'm not exactly sure, but you do accumulate district points, and then and that's just at a local level. There's also different types of competition, like the state. There's a state series in Ohio. Um, there's a regional series called the Gold Cup, and then there's a national series as well. Um, so depending on how much you get into BMX, you can go very far, or you can just race in Marysville and nowhere else. So. Lots of opportunities there.
0: What is the district that, that Marysville falls in?
3: We're in, what are we in?
0: Ohio too.
3: Yeah, there's two districts in in Marys, or in Ohio and it's based on the zip code you live in. But um, for for Marysville folks, it's O-H-O-2. Okay.
0: All right. And we, we actually have a first year uh, racer, Ethan, here and he, he's been out here uh, at this podcast. We're we're all about family you know friends uh, faith but you don't have to be nice so it was, <laughs> it was his first year um uh, Ethan, tell us a little bit about what your first year experience was you know was it demoralizing losing to the five and six year olds um mm-hmm. you know what what did it look like for you
3: um it so, pretty much, at the beginning, I did my like first three or four resets, those were pretty hard because I didn't really know much about it.
1: So Ethan was going to do a league, Marysville BMX Track puts on a league where they can, um, it's kind of like, it's like classes, like come try it out type thing, um, it's, it's really cool. So Ethan, I saw on Facebook and I was like, yeah, this would be super cool for him, let's sign him up. Well, I had to work the weekend or the day that they were starting, so his dad took him um, we signed him up for league. He loved it. He loved the practice. I don't know what you guys did I to him, but you fucked my kid. I didn't do league. Well, you didn't do league. So, but then the league didn't have enough kids to sign up. Mm-hmm. So instead of waiting for the next league to start, Ethan just started racing. And I don't know if you've lost. I don't know. Has, has Ethan lost the race uh, in Marysville in his I've class? Lost, yes, just, I've
3: lost, like, three. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know
0: how many I've lost. I was going this whole even There's like a little bit of mom goggles. Yeah. Up i haven't lost a race I'm but you what, I, I appreciate the honesty <laughs> ethan there on the three I have, losses
3: i mean i've won nine races and wow That's- he's um, getting boring. close to moving up to intermediate he only has yeah. one more one more win until intermediate but ethan came to the track i think he had a mountain bike didn't you Ethan? yeah to start yeah so the just first gone. we had an open house and um he did, you know. I think you can. There's some kids that are, you know, very confident on the bike. There's some that are maybe not as much. But I think Ethan, you were pretty confident on that mountain bike. So it was a good. I mean, it was a pretty good transition for you to. And then you moved over to our loaner bikes. And then I think your parents bought you a bike, right? Yeah, they <laughs> bought
1: me a
3: bike. Yep, his dad bought him a bike for just because he's
0: the, he loved it. Yeah, because oh, wow. my dad. Is- now do they do they all race on the same type of bicycle is uh, it
1: no it's is like, there a
0: different bike for intermediate
1: yeah it's like no not i don't know so there's cruisers and then there's a class go ahead chad you can do this better than i can
5: yeah <laughs> sure. uh so so novice intermediate and expert it, are considered 20-inch classes you you race 20-inch diameter wheels and then cruiser is anything over 20 inch which i think the actual rule is like 20 the outside diameter can't be over 22 inches um but you can race any you can race any bike you want in the novice class but once you move up to intermediate and expert it has to be a 20 inch bike and then cruiser is just everybody mixed in together basically
6: yeah,
0: so, Ethan, still... do you have a, a bike to support the intermediate class, or are we getting another one? He needs here? to get another one.
4: <laughs> oh, he's good. He's got He's got. He's good. One. He's
0: growing <laughs> at, an rate, well, so. know, <laughs> at an astronomical rate. Well, you
5: know. He
1: so, can you know, rise right. my bike I think I need another too, one.
0: Sometimes. There you go. <laughs> so. Christmas is right around the corner. That's court. right. Santa's um, watching.
1: I mean, yeah. <laughs> so These guys uh, are fire. Chad, Melissa, if you were this, here, you could <laughs> see them at the death face right <laughs> now.
0: Yeah. Now, this is only a summer and fall thing. You said you just finished up, and then it closes down to when?
3: Usually April. We're going to try and do a um, – we did one this year, an Easter egg hunt race. Um, It's a little earlier next year. I think April 8th is – or 9th is Easter. So we'll try – depending on the weather, we'll try to open up then.
5: So our track surface has – crushed limestone most tracks are like a, a dirt you know a clay or a dirt and our track actually has crushed limestone so it holds up to the weather really well it's just how do you really want to stand out there? Mm-hmm. And there were a couple. The last two weekends, yes. I did not want to stand <laughs> out there. So, uh,
1: uh, you, Chad, this garage. So we're, we're we're at Gem's right now, and it's got this beautiful barn out it's here, warm. gorgeous. And <laughs> it's the same temperature. It was Sorry. Uh, so <laughs> as it is outside. Cold. And I was like, no, 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 no. We just did this at BMX. We're not doing yeah. this again. We can yeah. see our breath. Yeah. Yep. He really can.
0: <laughs> but that that builds character. So I'm wondering, yep. that, you know, should Ripped. there be like a polar league
3: oh, yeah, uh, for, the time, <laughs> for the winter
0: for the hardcore? I'd have
3: to find somebody else. To roll right. That. We wanted to do like we did a March Madness race this year. So, but it really wasn't horribly cold. We were there's one track in like New Jersey. New, yeah, New Jersey that does a back frost race. Where they oh. they race in the snow and that whatever elements it is. Yeah, I, I think in February. February.
1: That was the pie race. That was what we did. We had snow.
3: Yes, that's true. We yeah. did. We
5: did a. Well, a couple years ago, they had like six or eight inches of snow on the ground, and they still raced. And I, it, the crazy thing was, it was a huge race. They had a couple hundred riders. It was, it was really neat to see. And I think everybody just. You know, you, you kind of know what you're getting into when you go out there, but, uh, you know, the Northeast is like Ohio. You you start <laughs> getting stir-crazy toward the end of winter. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's just a there, reason right? to, to get out and do something.
0: Now, you've been running this two years. What, what's the future look like?
5: Uh, we hope somebody will come in and and, like, tell us we're doing a bad job and take over and push us out. And, uh... No, you
1: don't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you don't. Ahead, right? I think he just wants to race more.
1: Are yeah, you uh, have race? I seen you on a bike this season?
5: <laughs> no, I don't think so. It's been a while since I've ridden uh, ridden the track, but I, I don't really know. We're, we're still, right now, we're working on, it's a 501c3 nonprofit, just like just like soccer or baseball or football, you know, little league. Um, we're working on filling out the uh, the board, I guess you'd say. We still have a few positions um, because a lot of you know, when we left the track in Columbus, a lot of the people down there were from the south side of Columbus. Um, so I don't know we need to build the board up and and uh, everybody in Marysville for the most part are I mean our most tenured riders are only a couple years into the sport uh, so as they as they uh, progress um, I hope I hope people will stick around and eventually take over but I I don't know that we have a you know i I don't uh, Melissa's a lot more of a planner yeah. than I am, so I don't have a like. Well, you know, in twenty twenty eight, I'm done or anything. I I don't really know. We're definitely we're definitely in for at least another year.
3: (laughs) Yeah. um, I mean, I guess I could add to that. We've worked with the city of Marysville and the union County visitors Bureau um, this year and last year to get a national event at the track. Um, Unfortunately, both we didn't we didn't get it either time but we're still working on um, you know getting more larger races bringing those because that helps um, you know the economic impact of the city and the county so that's one thing and then just building up our rider base uh, within Marysville so that we have larger races and then I think finally just you know kind of on our wish list we want to make some money so that we can get um, permanent lights so we can do more racing at night and also permanent bathrooms um, so it's more enjoyable for everyone that goes out there. Um, BMX is a family sport. It's very family oriented so we've had parents, grandparents, aunts and uncles come watch the kids and husbands and wives race so we want to make the facility as um comfortable as possible for everyone that comes That's so awesome. we
1: need an outdoor like we need a, a shed built over the whole track with lots <laughs> of lights. <and> lights. <laughs> there, be yep, there's, track.
3: there's actually awesome. a track that did that in minnesota um that put a whole roof over their track and closed wow. it in so that I, was I not that a cheap. <laughs> you Minnesota. guys should do
1: that between um, <laughs> <laughs> April of this next year and March of the year following. You just have that when yeah. I get home. <laughs> what, a yeah.
0: what, what does the rider base look like? How, how many do you currently have enrolled?
3: We had about a hundred and ninety some um, memberships this year, um, and that, thats, that's people who credit track with their membership but as far as like riders we get riders from michigan all around ohio indiana kentucky um you know that'll come if they're passing through or you know if it's not too far of a drive they might hit up one of our larger races so we we bring people in from lots of places
0: now do you guys advertise how, how do you get the word out
3: Mainly Facebook is what we use, although I'm definitely open for other <laughs> other <Well laughs> suggestions. Enough. We have a website and USA BMX, um, you know, has a, 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 that's our sanctioning body, I guess you could say. Um, they have a website that lists all the tracks events. And then we have kind of a micro site to that where we put our schedule and race results. But Facebook is mostly where we, um, communicate
5: our events so kind of the the unique thing about bmx is once you have a membership to usa bmx you can go anywhere in the country and sign up for a race uh and you can race as much you can race if if you're willing to drive a little bit during the summer you can easily race every day of the week um you know, you can. Your membership's good in Florida. It's good in Washington or California. It's good in Ohio. So, uh, pretty much, if you want to race, you can show up and race. And the the same is true if you don't. We we have a lot of, you know, back to a lot of our riders are new, and uh, they're it, it. It's not. It's, it's a stressful thing with any kind of competition. Sorry, Melissa's dog is untrained. <laughs> uh, you know, with any kind of competition, there's a stress level. So we have a lot of kids that uh, they only come on Mondays, really, and they, they do gate practice and they ride around and they have fun, but uh, they're not necessarily prepared for the competition aspect Uh mm-hmm. Uh, prepared is a bad word they're just not committed to the competition aspect yet um but i i think for the most part everybody you know you think of these big rivalries and and oh i'm gonna i'm gonna beat this person or that person but i think most people are um it's it's a there's a lot more camaraderie than you would think, yeah. even in the competition. Uh, I'm, it doesn't happen very often where you get people that that are really out to get each other. Most of the time, people are pretty happy just to race each other.
1: I'll tell you what, guys. If you have ever seen, I said I've said it before to you. Um, I was talking, I was talking to looking at the guys here, guys. But uh, the what's it called? The sportsmanship of these kids and riders is beyond anything I've ever seen on any court, any football, field, track, sport, race cars. Like, it's amazing. You've got little people on on Strider bikes or the balance bikes. I don't know why I said Strider, sorry. But balance bikes that, you know, the little guys fall down. All the kids just stop and they help each other get up. And, you know, the big guys, the guys who are competitive and want to win, you know, if one of them goes down majority of the time that I've seen, and I've only been doing this for this season, half a season – um, they stop and they just check on each other like it's not it's really a huge family and it's just probably one of the best organizations I've seen wow here you know just a, that welcomes you and just really well like really just makes you feel part of the, the, the family I the love the it's, it's so awesome so nice.
0: so what BMX what you say yeah, on nice. that is Jim will win every race he is in because
4: <laughs> races, yeah uh, like like Zuko
0: in grease lightning so pretty much you know, he, just he, has to fake he will entry. run into your car he'll kick um, and then when people i'm a biter down, i'm a he'll, biter he'll he'll allow everybody to stop and he'll keep moving yeah now do
2: you have a classic like uh, a race maybe with older bikes you know because like i said i've got that schwinn stingray are there any banana seed bikes on the track i'm just curious or would i be the only one
5: you would be the only one yeah. we actually used to have like a vintage, a vintage show. yeah show and stuff uh we haven't we haven't done yeah. that yeah we we do because believe it or not that that was always a huge turnout um oh, sure. even the people that don't race but there's you know there's a ton of people out there that like you Oh, i still have my bike from when yep. i was 12 years old and and i'll come out and check it out yeah uh my uh we're kind of i'm i don't know i'm probably about your age maybe uh but they you would be shocked what some of those older bmx bikes are worth now because you know guys guys moved out and went to college and and whatever and mom and dad yard sailed their bike or threw it away or whatever and now you know now we have jobs and things, and it's like, well, I'd love to get my old, you yeah. know, whatever bike. And it's shocking what some of those bikes bring now. Uh, I'm cheap. I would never pay that for them, but a lot of people do.
2: Well, if they have sentimental value. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. I've got my old BMX bike, and uh, I was so proud because it said track certified. Uh, not that, <laughs> that, that meant anything to me, but my buddy had a Murray that was all copper, and we got into so many fights about whose bike was better. And, uh, <laughs> you know, we promised each other that we would keep them till the day we die, and uh, we still have them. So I'm never getting rid of that thing.
0: Yeah, and that it's the nostalgia of it, really. And and then, yeah, right. like you said, with the family um, getting involved. But I, I have to say, even in the spirit of competition, have you guys? uh done anything with cross rival tracks so um you know you set up an event where it's the marysville track versus your old track in, the, in south columbus where you know yeah. you guys kind of do a race off and um you know just kind of make it a a, a joint race, right? kind of like a track meet where you yeah, invite we other tracks
3: we didn't do that this year um we're looking to do something where I've been talking with the track operator of the, the, it's now the Westerville track. They moved from South um, High Street because the park it, that that track was in got shut down. So they moved that to Westerville. So we're looking to do something. Um, we just haven't decided what that's gonna be next year. Um, also like at the state level, state rates level, um, we started doing teams. So there's several teams within Ohio, and we ran team sheets just for fun um, at the probably the second half of the state races this year, and we'll be doing that again next year.
0: Yeah, that that seems like it would be a lot of fun. So you said Facebook. Uh, what? Where can they yes. find you on Facebook?
3: It's uh, Marysville BMX Track. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, and we are gonna tag you guys uh, on our page there just to get that out um, to everybody. And w- what about your website? What's your
3: website? It's just uh, www.marysvillebmx.com.
0: Fantastic. Now, what uh, what's a final thought that you want to leave us with? You know, with, with new people that would be listening <laughs> that are thinking, I really want to go out there and and win some races. It's a good thing.
5: Yeah, we would love to have you. And uh, there's, you're more than welcome to come check it out. There's, there's no fee for spectators. Uh, the only actual fee is the race fee. Uh, so you can come out. You can watch. We have, we have everything you would need at the track. Uh,
3: if you want to race. If you
5: want to race, uh, I usually tell parents uh, when they're bringing their kids for the first time. Bring whatever bike they're comfortable on, because I think Ethan can probably vouch for this. The the race bikes are a little bit different. They take they take a little bit of getting used to. Once once you're used to them, there's no problem. But uh, you're already you're already nervous, and the, I think the first time you stand up on top of the starting hill is pretty intimidating. Uh, but once you do it a few times and you'll be shocked how quickly um, it. one of my favorite things to watch is how quickly kids progress, how they, how quickly they go from a, a true beginner to whipping around the track. Uh, and I know it's, it's probably not super comfortable for parents when their kids start actually getting fast, but uh, huh. it, believe it or not, it happens pretty quickly. Uh
0: Uh, If you're not first or last, no, yeah, that's That's how it works. works. It's how it works. It is your first or your last. So I, I I would like because we're so we're hosting uh, a pickleball tournament in February with uh, Pablo Russo, the professional pickleball player we had on last episode. Um, I wouldn't mind getting together with you guys off air and maybe uh, doing something in the spring. Uh, where yeah. we have a raffle, get people out, live stream races on the YouTube uh, channel, just to, to get people yeah. interested in looking. Yeah, that'd be great. That
3: would be amazing. Yeah, we'd love to have you. And
0: um, I, well, I I know Pete's not here right now. We are Peterless right now, but um,
3: <laughs> he will he will
0: definitely mm-hmm. probably sure jump on that? a bike, yeah, oh, and At uh, least participate. Time.
1: So guys, Pete is very competitive. He is a uh, uh, you he's know, an athlete, Big Ten athlete. So he is oh. really fun and <laughs> he's very he is,
0: competitive. He is in the gymnastics Hall of Fame. Uh, for, oh for wow! For Ohio State <laughs> <laughs> and
3: Actually, a two-time
0: Big Ten All-American. The,
3: yeah, gymnasts have a good um, good setup or body. I don't know yeah. composition for Balance. BMX. Yeah. 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 the
4: yeah.
3: probably yeah. the reigning uh, female. Olympic U.S. Olympic female um, was also a gymnast. So Elise Willoughby. Yeah.
0: Oh, so yeah.
3: Ethan's not yeah. on my side. Did you
1: just hear him whisper? He demolished me. Yeah, uh, and <laughs> that's that's a
0: thing. Jen, Jen just has kidding. felt like she could beat everybody at all of these events. I'd love to see that. Yeah. 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 Pickleball was very interesting. I'm <laughs> not bad on, on the,
2: on the, the rings, rings myself, so I think I've got a shot at uh, first place. You, you know, I. Center of gravity.
5: I actually work for the City of Marysville and I can I can say without a doubt I have cleaned up way more blood at the pickleball courts than I have at the BMX track. Uh, I don't know what pickleball must get intense because uh, I'm shocked how often I get called over to those courts at Elger Park and they're to spray blood off of them.
0: those (laughs) elderly folks play play (laughs) Uh, there's no doubt about it but listen we thank you guys i do want to get together and and, uh possibly work on that and get something going and we'll we'll get some good prizes out there and uh just to have people come out and have fun and bring their families out yeah that
4: sounds great
1: yeah you can guys uh you guys can raise some money so send some bikes over to kuwait for me (laughs) so i can race over there (laughs)
0: nice (laughs) Uh, I'm ready, and the you know the famous words, "All I have is a moped," so um, I'm I'm ready to go. They have pedals, right? <laughs> it does have, <laughs> it's a true bike.
1: I can't appreciate like I thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story yeah, with thank us. Thank you. Um, you know, thank you for what you do for our city and all these kids out there. Thank you for what you do for me and my family. Um, you know, I can't speak highly enough about the Marysville beat and track and and the group of people out there. So, thank you so much for sharing all that with us. Um, and we too, thank
0: you for yeah helping out Jen and her family. Um, but no, we appreciate you guys coming on and uh, we we will be in touch. All, All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank um, you. Thank I- you. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. I think that's going to be a fun event. Yeah.
1: I am telling you. You do it. And and, and the thing is, is you don't have to you don't have to go hard on the bike. You can you can literally go around the entire track and not pedal. You can just do a pump a pump. It's like a you just use your, you just pump it like the whole time. So it's, you're going to do it once, Dan. You're going to do it once. Uh, and you're gonna I'm be ready perfect. for i got to do it again. And then you're like, oh, I'm going to do it again. It, and I know Pete hills. will be ready for it. Oh, it's yeah. so much fun. And it's, it's a really good, healthy activity.
0: All right. Well, oh, it is. Listen, you can find us at We're Doing Our Best uh, on Facebook. Uh, doing underscore our best underscore podcast on Instagram. Our Twitter handle is pod doing our best. YouTube at We're Doing Our Best Podcast. And Life With Jim on TikTok. Our link tree is podcast dot doing our best. And you can find us on Apple, uh, podcasts, Google podcasts, Spotify, and, uh, all, all the other small podcasts. <laughs> I already a podcast, not iPods, not iPods <laughs> podcast. We will be right back uh, with, we're doing our best. Uh, we still have Sierra coming up and, uh, I, again, I can't understate how excited I am, um, uh, mm-hmm. To, to get her on the phone. All right, we will be right back after a message from our sponsors.
2: Look for the Gummy Bear album in stores on November 13th
3: with lots of music, videos, and extras.
0: All right, we are back after that Quick word from our sponsors. Uh, This is We're Doing Our Best Podcast. I am Dan. You can find us on Facebook at We're Doing Our Best, Instagram at doing underscore our best underscore podcast, Twitter at pod doing our best, YouTube at We're Doing Our Best Podcast, and TikTok at Life With Jim Podcast. Our Linktree page where you can get to everything you need to is podcast.doingourbest.com. All right. We are here uh, with Sierra Neal sierra say hi
1: hello hi sierra
0: good evening sierra i i have to admit so i i am a kind of a, a queasy individual when it comes to injuries all right i i uh i don't like the sight of blood and um our social media uh analyst that does all of our social media work he likes to watch those youtube videos where like the ultimate fighters shatter their shins and all that stuff that turns to rubber Mm -hmm. and i see it and i like get the chills for three days (laughs) Uh, but i read this article from october in uh in the tribune and i am blown away by this story so i just kind of want you to I didn't give any spoilers earlier in this podcast on so, oh, what this was about. I wanted you to to kind of drop the bomb on it, exactly what it is that uh that was going on.
6: Oh gosh, it's a long story, sir. So are you ready for it?
0: <laughs> I, we are we are ready for it.
6: It has been three years and a month, and I'm finally towards the end of it. But uh <laughs> I'll give as much detail as I can, but try and keep it short at the same time. (laughs) Very good. So, um, let's see. Back in 2019, no, 2018, 2018, I was having some pain in my mouth. And I've never had a cavity in my life. My mom works in dentistry, so that was like ingrained in my head at a very young age that you take care of your teeth. <laughs> mm-hmm. So mouth pain was not something that I was even familiar with. I, the extensive mouth pain that I ever had was braces and my wisdom teeth took out. Um, so I went to visit my mom at the dentist's office. So I'm like, hey, you know, my, my mouth hurts and my lip is kind of tingly. And they took a look in there and my gums were purple, which I'll tell in a minute why they were purple, but they were purple and they're like, well, you're healthy. But at the time I had just found out I was pregnant with my daughter. And given my medical history of being pretty healthy before that, they're like, we'll take care of it after you have the baby and we'll go from there. So fast forward to 2019.
0: And this this is your second child, correct?
6: This is my second child. And actually, we don't know if it's correlated now, but we actually had a very high-risk pregnancy with her. And we were having some issues with the pregnancy in regards to her through all of this, too. (laughs) Stressful.
1: Sounds stressful.
6: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was. It was stressful. So then... When I gave birth to her, everything was fine. She's healthy. I'm like, I need to go get this checked out. But at that point, the pain had gone away. And I was like, I'm probably better, but I'm going to get it checked out just to be safe. Because we had talked about it, you know, whatever. And I went and got an x-ray and they saw the tumor. And she's like, again, I don't think it's anything serious because you're healthy, but I'm going to refer you to an oral surgeon and, you know, let's just get it looked at. So a month later, I went to the oral surgeon and had a biopsy done. And he's like, I think it's going to be okay, but let's wait for the results. And initially, he told me that they didn't think it was serious. And we were scheduling like a minor surgery a couple months out to just go in and kind of scrape it off of the bone and make sure everything was okay. Okay. Well, then I got a phone call about a month later saying that I had a very severe tumor. It was very aggressive and I had to have emergency surgery and I ended up losing 75% of my jaw and nine teeth at the time. Um, and then they found out while I was in there that the pain that I was feeling initially was my jaw back in 2018 was broken in half. And in the, half? Tumor, the tumor broke my jaw in half and was holding my jaw together. Oh,
4: wow.
1: <laughs> so was this the same doctor that told you, Oh, I think it's okay. And we'll, we'll see in a couple months for a minor surgery that called you and said, and it was not,
6: well, well <laughs> there's so much to this story. <laughs> so this yeah. was one oral facial surgeon. He says, you're going to need this major operation, right? Um, and he goes, but I can't do it. So I'm going to refer you to Ohio State. So I'm waiting to get into Ohio State to be seen. And another surgeon calls me and says, I can get you in in two weeks. If you come see me, your life is at risk. We need to get this taken care of and we need to get it taken care of now. So me panicking went to see this doctor and went ahead and had surgery. <laughs> um and I've had up till this day, I've had six surgeries because wow. the first surgeon ended up doing things incorrectly.
4: Oh man. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's horrible.
6: Yeah. So the first surgery, they took everything out. They took out all of my jawbone on that side, all of my teeth and then replaced everything with a metal plate. And then six months later, they did hip grafting from both of my hips and rebuilt that way. I could have some actual jawbone connecting everything. Um, and then let's see what happened after that. And so feel free you, to you stop said me. At this any time. has
0: been about a three and a half year process.
6: Three. September 19th was my three year anniversary from my first surgery. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and you are about done.
6: I just got my teeth four weeks ago.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. And that that is. So, I I looked at YouTube videos. Jem um, was telling us you you do sell uh, notebooks and, and so forth on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, they're
1: beautiful too. I've got I've got one of all of them. <laughs> they are. They're very inspirational. You. They're just beautiful.
0: How how through that and, and three years is that's a process, right? That's oh, not
6: yes. uh, my <laughs> yes. arms
0: in a cast for a couple weeks and then you cut it off. I mean, yeah. this is a almost, well, not almost, it, it's a life altering process. Yes. Yes. Um,
6: and it, Oh my gosh. I mean, because I, because I was technically botched, you know, I, I, it was ruled, I was a victim of medical malpractice, but, I was out of my time frame to do anything, but so I had to deal with like you know physical deformity, and then throughout this entire process, I was on liquid diet for up to a year. When I calculated all of the times I've been on liquid diet, <laughs> how,
0: how do you stay positive through all this?
6: Um, it's hard. I'll be honest; it's it's hard. Um, but in the beginning, it was it was there was no coming out of the depression that I was in. I was in a major depression for probably about, I want to say a year. Um, And then I was like, I saw a quote and all it took was one quote on Instagram (laughs) and I ran with it. And the quote was, you either get bitter or you get better. And I'm like, you know what? That makes sense. I'm tired of letting this depress me because, I mean, you know, I was dealing with, All of the emotions, but I also felt alone because, you know, the surgeons told me we've dealt with 200 cases of this in the last 50, 60 years. So I had nobody to even talk to that's gone through something like this. It
0: seems like (laughs) a very small support group.
6: Yeah, it is. It's a very small support group. And then it's like when I would find a group of people, um, for example, ameloblastoma is a common jaw tumor that people can have, I ended up having something different, but I gravitated toward that group, but I still felt like I wasn't part of that group because I didn't have that. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> like I had the same surgery, but I still like, I didn't have that. Um, and then they did finally diagnose me with a, it's a bone disease called fibrous dysplasia. And so then I found support groups with that, but cyber dysplasia is really rare in the jaw.
0: <laughs> now, what So what do you do I didn't for a feel
6: living? like I fit in there. Oh, you're gonna
1: love this.
0: What, what do you do for a living?
6: Well, I don't do anything now, but YouTube. but I used to teach American Sign Language.
0: <laughs> American Sign Language, wow.
1: Uh, Sign and Language. you do do things now, Sierra. You're a stay-at-home mom. You support two beautiful babies. <laughs>
6: Yes. You know, yes, I husband. do. I do, hmm. I do sure. but I just so focus primarily
0: on Aww. YouTube. Aww. Three kids and your <laughs> Now, I'm, I'm gonna point. So we we were scrolling through the YouTube channel, and mm-hmm. I came across the origin of this message jar. Yes. So I want you to talk about that because I thought that was one of the coolest things that I've seen.
6: Oh, it was. And that so when I got diagnosis, I'll never forget the date because it was the weekend before Labor Day. And as a teacher, we had just started school and this had been my third year teaching at this school. So, you know, my mind was a mess. I wasn't I wasn't all there. And the students that knew me knew that. And so I opened up to them about it because, you know, a lot of people don't think teenagers are receptive, but they're very receptive if you give them the opportunity to be. So I told them what was going on. And um, my surgery was the day after my birthday. So on my birthday, which was my last day with them for about six weeks, they got this care package together and like, had all these notes and stuff but the big thing was a jar and they each wrote a bunch of notes and put these notes in the jar and I mean some of them were funny because you got you know high school humor
0: <laughs> sure do, do you what remember else, the though? initial quote the first orange drawing do you remember what the quote was
6: oh I don't I have a couple of them in my desk drawer over here I can grab them it, um, I
0: believe it was if <laughs> if a door doesn't open? Get a bottle opener because it's oh, probably yes. a twist yes. off.
6: <laughs> yes, <laughs> if, if you can't open the door, then try. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. It's try something bottle. like that. Yeah, it, it
0: was it's, funny. it. It's it, it a lot me of
6: messages away. <laughs>
0: And, you know, they they all stare at me. A large man giggling is probably not. Um, oh yes, <laughs> the the best quality. But it it was uh, definitely a giggle worthy moment. Oh
6: yeah, and when you when you realize it came from you know a high schooler, it makes it even better. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's, but the that's... yeah. So the initial jar messages that I started actually were the official messages in that jar. I mean, obviously, I took out the real personal ones. But the first set of messages that I had were actually messages from those students. Um, so it was kind of, kind of cool. They're definitely the inspiration behind the whole daily jar message thing.
0: <laughs> so what what made you step away from teaching?
6: It just all the surgeries I was having. Um, the first year it happened, you know, we were told two surgeries and you'll be done. And then it felt like every time I was getting closer to being done I would find out I needed one or two more surgeries or this needed to happen and this needed to happen and I was just missing so much work that it wasn't it wasn't worth it to me and it definitely wasn't fair to the kids you know to have a teacher gone 50% of the year so yeah
1: (laughs) do you think you'll go back to that
6: I don't know I'm enjoying being home.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and making the videos. How many videos do you make a week?
6: I make one short video a week of the daily messages, and then I try to do at least one like longer form video a week too.
0: Now, is it just YouTube? You TikTok?
6: Um, I do YouTube and Instagram primarily, and then my jar messages are on TikTok as well. Uh, But a lot of my focus is on Instagram and YouTube for the most part.
0: Very cool. Now, I I was reading in the article that you were getting uh, harassed from the insurance companies. uh, Oh, man. You want to talk a little bit about uh, what was going on with that?
6: Um, well, my, my insurance company, and sadly enough, we actually have really good insurance, but my insurance company hasn't paid for any of it for the most part.
1: So how are, you guys, how are you guys affording all these surgeries?
6: Well, I had to quit my job and pull my retirement, and we blew through my full retirement in two surgeries, and then I had to take out a care credit credit card. To pay for the rest.
1: <laughs> oh, I just wow. think it's so amazing. You you just you go through all this hardship. You you know you go through all like the stages of grief, you, and then at the end, you one quote you said on TikTok is that we said or Instagram. Where, where where was it? The quote from? Oh, the original quote the, yeah, was you, Instagram. 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 You know, you, you either get bitter or you get better. And you said, okay, that's it. I'm gonna get better. You know, and then. And, and instead of just worrying about you, you share this amazing story, you know, and all the hardships that everyone else can. I would never, I hope I, I mean, selfishly, I hope I never have an issue like this, you know, but if I ever, you, you know, you've broadcasted, you've shared your story with everyone, and you don't ask for anything in return, you know, you just, you want to brighten people's day. And Sierra, I'll tell you, I mean, I don't know anybody else that can manage something like that. And two no. kids and, a, you know, a husband that is trying to support you. And, you know, it's a family that it just, you're, you're just so beautiful inside and out. <laughs> I know that's thank silly.
2: It's
0: amazing. Well,
6: thank you. Thank so, you. No, I here. just, I don't ever want anybody to feel as alone as I did. So.
0: And, and we are, so, and it probably won't scratch any surface, but we are in, I believe, May, I'll have to get the exact dates, but we are hosting, we're doing our best um, charity golf scramble at Urbana Country Club. Uh, I don't even think I told Jen and Jim that yet, but yes, that is something that me and Hickson are working on as he's a member at Urbana Country Club. And the proceeds, uh, we're going to St. John's Athletic Program, but uh, we want to do a a 50-50 split um, with the athletic program and then... uh, to the, to the Sierra story um, Oh
4: you don't have to so do
0: much. that <laughs> Well I know we don't have to But th- that's what the podcast is all about Is reaching out to the community and, and reaching some of these stories And as um, You know Jim is a fringe insurance worker And I am a property insurance worker um, mm-hmm. You know I, I can understand a lot of the red tape That, that gets brought up With stuff like that And that I don't believe it's right um and for what i do with my career i i fight against stuff like that but uh you know it's it's definitely something we want to do well,
6: thank you <laughs> thank you <laughs>
0: so sierra where can we find you uh if we're looking on youtube or or instagram oh,
6: yeah um youtube i am just my name sierra s-i-e-r-r-a c-c <laughs> like the letter C C. And then Michelle M I C H E L L E, and I am, I I think that's what I am on everything else. There might be a couple underscores in there, but I think if you just type in Sierra C Michelle, you should be able to find me. Yep, <laughs> yep
0: just found <laughs> it. Yeah. So we're we're gonna link you um and your your platforms uh to to our page there, so people can go find you. Awesome, um, thank you. Share and be sure to go in and, and like the Facebook page and. Uh, that way you could you can get that out and get your interview out to people.
6: Yes, I definitely want. Well, I don't have Facebook anymore,
1: but I have the others.
0: So fair <laughs> enough. Well, we have we have the other platforms. We'll, we'll tag you.
1: So Sierra, tell us a little bit about your notebooks.
6: Um, my notebooks. So
1: what do you want to know about them? <laughs> like, so Michaela's favorite one is the Be Courageous one.
6: Yeah. So I I just I have. I think I have 17 now, but I did, um, the first five that I did were all, um, they each have an animal on them and then a special motivational quote. Like my favorite one is it's a peacock. It's a black background with a rainbow colored peacock and it says, show the world your beauty. Um, you know, and then I have the lion one. I have an elephant one and then I have a butterfly one, which is called, which says, Transforming the world one idea at
0: a time. And if you can email me the link to that Amazon page too, that way I can get that out. Uh, on
6: our
1: sure. Facebook yeah. Page. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So, Sierra, so um, has anyone reached out to you to, to express you know any kind of gratitude or share their stories with you or just you know has anyone have you do you know that you're making a difference? Like I just want I, yes. you, I want to know
6: you know that you're making it yes difference. I, I i do and actually i just i showed jared one yesterday because um you know instagram they can message you back and forth so I'll, i will get a lot more heartfelt messages than i do like on youtube um, but i i've had someone messaging me yesterday just thanking me that they look forward to my smile every day and well, <laughs> you know going great. through what i've gone through i'm like that means so much
0: <laughs> and, and you keep a very positive attitude
6: uh, I so I try to, but I'll be honest. It's it's been a roller coaster ride for sure, and I just I want people to know that that's normal and that's okay. Like you know, being positive doesn't mean being happy all the time. It just means working through it and getting through it the best that you can.
1: That was being stronger. Being strong doesn't mean that you have. That's what we just watched that one too. We probably watch probably <laughs> ten of your.
6: Oh, we did. Was
1: Please, we Dan I do so many I can't remember some of them sometimes <laughs> let me,
6: uh,
0: and let me add the, the last question I'll, I'll ask here before I give you your final thoughts that you want everybody to hear how do you like your new teeth that you just got
6: well right now they're just my temporary set so okay. I can't do a whole lot with them <laughs> um, because with with the surgery um, they place it's their permanent teeth as in they're screwed in, but it's just a temporary set because they're a lot bigger and bulkier than my final because I was swollen during surgery. And ironically we were laughing because, um, on the left side they had to, Oh, well I didn't even say earlier. I ended up losing the teeth that I had to put my final in. (laughs) Wow. So I lost all my bottom teeth, but Originally, I had lost all those teeth on my right side, and when they had to put the final in, my bone on my left side was a little bit softer, so they had to break the teeth. So I have no teeth on the left side now.
0: <laughs> so
6: like you I saw, have the temporary that, ones
0: in there. So you're but able I do have solid part. foods, right?
6: For the most part, yeah, I'm Good. still on a so- um, soft food diet restriction, but it's it's been way easier than everything else so, so I'm but gonna i'm gonna loving that
0: <laughs> i'm gonna read the tribune's opening line uh, Sierra Neal can't wait for the day uh she can sink her teeth into a hamburger that they come
6: i can't do that yet i have to cut it not up yet. but as soon as i get my final teeth i can't
0: <laughs> all right well we we want to have you back on and if not maybe send us a video of when you finally get that opportunity to sink
6: your of new course. teeth into the hamburger
1: of course, anytime. Don't anytime. don't eat with these guys here. They'll they'll talk you into doing a one chip challenge. Yeah, that, <laughs> we'll no, no, no. I don't too, do too. I don't do that stuff. I've seen that. No, <laughs> you're on your stairs.
2: Stick with the hamburger. Yeah. She
1: messaged me. She's like, "You are crazy." I was like, "Yeah, I know." I mean do
0: it. <laughs> See, Sierra, what's a what's a final message that, that you just want to let everybody know, whether they're going through a hard time or going through something uh, that I
6: yeah people um. Go through? Just know one that you're not alone, and two, it's it's okay to be sad about it. It's okay to struggle with it. That that makes you human, you know. But just remember to stay strong, and you're not al- you're not alone. You're definitely not alone. I promise you.
0: Very good. Well, Sarah, thank you very much for coming on here. Um, I will get you more information uh, about the golf scramble I know we're going to be doing some fun things out there at the golf course and we'd probably like to have you come out and uh oh I would love you know, to do do something where you you do a putt for people or something <laughs> for for a donation that goes right to you and then uh like I said you'll you'll get 50 percent of any proceed that that we thank get from that so
6: thank you so much that oh. that's awesome
0: <laughs> you're very welcome thank you for being on today you you have a great day yeah, thank, thank you very you. much.
6: You too. Thank you guys. Bye.
1: bye. You could have told me ahead of time. I I just cried just, about it. <laughs> I just wrote it down. That's- I that
0: was right Dan's
4: down.
0: Dan's idea right there.
1: Wow. Please let me know if I shaker. can help somehow. Because I'm not. I'm not going to be here, Dan. I won't be here. Well,
0: and that and that's okay. So we'll we'll. Uh, We'll still be in touch with you, so you won't be you won't be off the globe. You'll just be deployed somewhere else on the globe. I
1: know, but I want to. I, I I want to
0: help. I know. Well, we and so and this is just a snippet for the the listeners. So I, I don't want to get into too many details because nothing's set in stone yet. But we are looking at having a golf scramble. Um, all proceeds are going to go to charity. It's going to uh, hopefully be at the Urbana Country Club. That's kind of what we're looking at, and um. We're we're planning on having a couple holes that are live streamed on our YouTube channel where me and Pete, uh, you know, for for ten bucks, we each get to take a shot on a par three that they get to use if it's closer. And then uh, maybe we can set her up on another hole where she can do a putt for them or, or do something uh, for another five dollar donation. And you know, if we if we get a hundred people in there, and you know, she she makes five dollars a Ahead on on that Hands that's it, it all goes towards it and i can't promise that it's going to be a big donation but it any any little bit will help yeah
1: mm-hmm. so. yeah i was just telling her i was telling you guys earlier like her her notebooks are absolutely gorgeous yeah when i asked her about it i think she said she made like a dollar and 30 cents or you know something like that and i'm you know when you went on amazon they i don't remember what they were like seven but, I mean, they're beautiful. Like, I got enough of them to do for office gifts for work. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was like, next time, Sierra, tell me tell me what you're going to make off these. I'll just give you the money, too. Like, but, yeah, I mean, you really can't support somebody that's more sweet than she is. Yeah.
0: She yeah. seems amazing all around. Well, We, we do have uh, some big things coming up. Like I said, we're going to have announcements for the pickleball tournament in February. We're going to have announcements for the golf scramble. And uh, as of tonight, we're going to be – uh, getting together and having some BMX announcements, uh, which should be a lot of fun that are that are all coming up this spring. Um, we still do have our Bourbon Challenge Getaway. You can find us that we're doing our best on Facebook uh, at doing underscore our underscore best underscore podcast at Instagram, pod doing our best on Twitter, and we're doing our best podcast on YouTube. Um, but you know we we have a lot of cool events coming up get on there sign up for the bourbon challenge Um, we have several signed up right now Um, we'd like to get a few more and uh, just ending thoughts uh, on this podcast we'll be back in a couple weeks uh, to record another episode and we will not be peterless for that episode so um, that's exciting but uh jen what are what are your final thoughts
1: you know, I'm really just humbled. You've got, you've got a ton, you, just so many, there's just so many programs and different people out there that really inspire people and young and kids and families. And the fact that our podcast, you know, or, or this podcast can really bring that to light. I think that, you know, if we could ask our listeners to reach out to us, if they have, you know, any, anyone that they think is worthy that to share their story or, you know, to help make a difference in the world, that's what we're all about. I think that would be amazing to be able to, to help like that. So, um, you know, thanks for Ethan. Thanks, buddy, for coming in and hanging out with us and, you know, being our, our 11-year-old BMXer out there. Um, you know, thanks for, having, thanks for having us.
0: All right. Jimbo?
2: Yeah, just, uh, it was really cool to learn more about the BMX. Um, I'd be excited to, to find out if it's broadcasted or socialized with um, Fairbanks, like middle school because I know there's a lot of kids that don't like traditional sports, but they're just really anxious to get involved in something. Oh, the uh, Hacky Sack kids. The Hacky Sack kids, yes. <laughs> and, uh, you know, BMX, I think, would be a great, you know, outlet for them because it's and something you. that's physical. If you come out and, there
1: and ride with me. Mm, like, it's, it's an yeah. all age group. I can some...
0: set a great example. And and, we have uh, pictures of, of the bike that Jim was talking about. So we do have pictures of that. We we'll will be posting. Talking.
2: It it won a lot of races, let me tell you. Um, Yeah, and just Sierra's story. uh, My goodness, uh, hats off to her and uh, her ability to stay positive and influence others positive through her journey. That's just uh, amazing. You don't see that.
0: Good. Yeah, no, these were uh, great stories today. I'm excited to get this podcast out there. Uh, It it definitely ran longer than I wanted it to run, but I will say uh, it was well worth it. Um, just to get to hear the stories uh, so we appreciate everybody who, who listens and, and follows um, we're doing our best podcast because like I said it's it's about faith friendship and uh, family so um, I hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving eat a lot of turkey don't kill anybody during Black Friday and uh, hope hopefully I will get to sit here and uh, host another episode here in a couple of weeks
1: I don't even have my Christmas list made Nothing. Well, you have yours, well I, I've it's got not some
0: even stuff for you already. For Why Christmas. are we
1: talking? You are <laughs> I still
2: have a few things left.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, hey, thank you everybody for listening. You can find us at Facebook. We're doing our best, um, and all the other handles that you can hear throughout the episode. Have a great night.